Hey guys, and welcome to the Wifey Podcast. My name is Sarah, and I'm a girl and also a feminist. Um, I'm Rasha, and today I would like to reflect on the text and discuss it here with my friends as a woman who thinks that equality between men and women right now has gone too far. Alright, I'm Chloe, and that's a weird name for such a manly voice, but that's because I am a transgender, and... I would not call myself a feminist, but I am engaged to a girl that is very feministic. Um, and today we're going to be talking about the te- text uh, I Want a Wife that's written by Judy Brady. Uh, and first we can, we'll just recap what the text is about. Um, well, the, the text I Want a Wife is an essay written by Judy Brady, as Sarah said, in 1971. And it is about how she views women and men's role, uh, roles and positions in society and at home. Yeah, uh, and it's she's just throughout this, at uh, the text, she's just talking about how she what she wants a wife because uh, of all these great things and how she can just then not, basically not support the household but just get an education. Um, and, yeah, Russia? But I think at the same time, the way she wrote it, uh, she make it, like, um, too much. Um, too, I would say that there must be limits to equality because I believe that women affect our children's life more than their fathers um, and that our role in bringing up children must be bigger. Well, personally, I would say that my children deserve two to three years of my life in which I can devote myself to them totally instead of sending them to a kindergarten for such a long time. Uh, yeah, uh... yeah um, no. So I am, I'm of the belief that um, obviously you have to have time for your children. So um, mm-hmm. me and my fiancé have already talked about that and we think that we're going to do our medicine degrees and then we're going to get children after that. So... We have a lot of time for the children, but we also plan on having it split equally between us that no one should be more important um, for the children. Yeah, that's. I agree with that because, uh, yeah, moms probably do have a big impact on kids because, like, they carry them around for nine months and they push them out. But I also think it's very different from family to family because some families, uh, dads just have a big impact on kids as well especially not to be extreme like typical gender roles but like boys and dads just often have a more much more in common so for a boy a dad would probably have a much greater impact but for a girl it would be the mom because especially with girls and moms because girls just experience a lot of stuff that moms can relate to um and the thing about, send, you said something about like you would dedicate two to three years. Um, yeah, I do understand like wanting to be around your kids. But I also think that's just, uh, it's different from family to family how you want to solve that. Um, and I do not think that the text is too extreme because I think you need to look at the overall perspective because 
I know when we read it, there was a lot of people who misunderstood the text. But we also have to remember that generally speaking, people from different society will understand Judy's message differently. For example, I would say that people from the Middle East will understand it differently from the women in Europe like we and me, you and me. This is due to their un upbringing and the society they grow up in. Some people will say that Judy is a true feminist, as I do. Others will view her as a symbol for liberty and revolution, as you do. So it depends on the place you are growing up in. Uh, but at, actually, I agree with Malta's view, like we have to wait until we both are done and then we can bring the children or we will have children so we can take care of them. It's a good one, but I say if we don't want to wait until we are 30 or, I don't know, like pretty old to to get ch children, so it will be a good idea if I offer two to three years of my life as a woman, I would say that I'm totally with it. Mm, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, this is probably like very different from person to person because uh, you want to like wait till you're done with education and all that um, but I know personally I want kids in an early age uh, and then I'm just gonna deal with whatever I have to do with education uh, if I have to stop and retake my education later or if I'm just lucky to be done um, but Back to the misunderstanding, because a lot of people, when they read this text, they understood it as she were this as Judy in this text was very serious about like this was what she wanted that they couldn't like see the irony and the sort of real perspective that she was like what view she was seeing because she was being ironic and like t twisting these stereotypes because she is talking about how um moms and wives do a lot in the household uh and how they support while the husband isn't as support supportive Exactly, I'm with you. I would say that also Brady used irony in order to show... I would say that she used irony to show society's view on wives. Um, society's view is that wives are robots, servants and maids, or a person that is needed to complete cores and tasks for the benefit of the others. I would say that that is the reason why she used irony. Like, to show us how is a wife viewed from the society's perspective. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and also like, I do understand the way she wrote, chose to write it, and uh, because she, she just wrote it like, and then you kind of have to read between the lines to understand that this is irony, and she's basically making a tribute to moms and wives for every like all the great thing they do to support and make the household function and that it wasn't deeply serious that this is actually why she wants a wife yeah yeah um, it's it's clear to see that she uses irony to display all these things and it's um it's very stereotypical for the the time that she wrote it in, which is in the 1970s, I think, 1972, 
to be exact, which is um, in the middle of the second wave of feminism, um, which is also called the... I don't... I forgot the name now. It's like communist feminism. Um, so the first wave obviously gave the the women the right to vote, and then the second one now is about uh, the gender roles, the roles of women in the society that maybe we shouldn't have this stereotypical uh, woman that goes home. Maybe we should have a woman that can support the children with help of the father, and also the women now can go out and work. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, I agree with Malta. We have to look carefully at the time that it was written in, which is 1971. And we can say that it was uh, the time when society in the Western world specifically was it changing dramatically um, women in Europe started to ask for their rights and they wanted to have a career they wanted to be independent and as strong as men they um, and uh, everyone know that they went out in the in, uh, into street into the street and took their bra bras off demanding liberty oh mm. yeah the the bra burning yeah 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 so if it was written today, it would probably not to like judge or anything be very extreme because this is very rarely how a house household is today, and it's like very common today that both the mom and the dad go out and make money and have a job, but back then this was not at all extreme at all because this was how almost every household function that the mom was a stay-at-home mom and that she took care and supported the whole family while the dad got an education and went to work and I, when he was done with the education. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I think that they have to share the responsibility for the children and mm. for the house. But at the same time, I would say like the life cannot be like totally equal. I think that the men have to be like uh, offer a little bit and the women at the same time have to offer a little bit so the life can going on that's my view and it's not like to, it's a personal view it's not like because i come from the middle east or because of my background or anything but i think personally i would say that um yes yes once again we have to look at the history of it and um, back in the 1970s women were joining the workforce they started joining the workforce in the second world war <laughs> yeah uh, because all of the men went away to fight the war yeah the women started joining the workforce but it it was a not a big amount of women joining it and especially after the war once again the the men came back and started working so yeah it it wasn't seen as much back then but but it has changed a lot today and today you know you would be mad if you went out and said the that women should stay at home. I mean, you you would not get a good response from that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because when um, I read Judy's essay for the first time, I got really angry and defined because I thought that her description of women cannot be true. Like, this description cannot be true. Um, and I also feel that Judy is totally feminist. Um, I I know that you don't agree, Sarah, but uh, <laughs> and she, that she wants too much as a woman. But then... I remember that we live in a very modern society and this kind of women doesn't exist anymore except in a few places in the world. Also, uh, if we look at the time, the essay was written in 1971 and women's situation, then we can say that this kind of women existed 
And uh, in this case, the only thing that I could say is it was really unfair for a woman to have this rule because it limits her as a person in a very, mm. in every way. And this rule and this kind of treatment will also limit her ability to have a life of her own. Um, so I think, like, uh, I agree with you that we need rights and we have to be strong. But I would say in uh, in a way that the life can continue and going on. Yeah, I agree with um, not having an evolving, developing your own life because uh, as a wife you have to stop your education so you can't get an education for your dream job which means that you most likely can't get that dream job because you don't have the education uh, so you have to like limit yourself and get another job and because you have a family to support you can't just you can't be piggy and just find your dream job because you have to find a job that pays the bills and gets a roof, make give you a roof over the head and dinner on the table, uh, which for a while you can deal with ha- just having to work somewhere even though you don't want to. But in the long run, it's gonna be way too boring and you're just gonna get sick of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I actually lived in a family kind of like the the old times because my mother was mentally ill, so she didn't work. She stayed at home, so I had a stay at home mom that always were home, and and she would do most of the cooking and most of the cleaning. Uh, meanwhile, the the stepfather was out working. Uh, so it is fun that even today we do still see it uh, some places uh, that that there is the gender roles that are still built up that. The the mother is always the more caring one, and the father is still the. In most most certain situations, uh, the father is a little more absent in the upbringing of the children. Uh, obviously, not to the extent that they used to, but I would still say that the gender roles are here, uh, mm. and well, at least in in me being transgender, we try to break these gender rules down. Well, I grew up in a very traditional family and actually my mom was taking care of us children and she was the one who was preparing food and this is a good thing, trust me. <laughs> um, but uh, And my father used to like bring money home. But at the same time, mom didn't like didn't like to to like she want to have a personality and she want to be strong and she is so she tried to she started to teach students at home um arabic because she was very good at it and she was educated uh, so she started to educate uh, children so she felt that she is doing something good for the society yeah uh, in this case she just like she offered um something but at the same time, she got what she wants to. And that's what I mean by offering something just to keep the the life going on mm-hmm. uh, and further. Yeah, uh, and I do feel that, especially because we live in little Denmark and like out here very west, that these gender role with the mom cooking is still present. But... I think that it's just a tradition that has been going on for such a long time that it's very hard to break. And for some people, they, some 
why moms actually do love to cook. So that's why they do it. It's not like a task they have to do. Exactly. Yeah. And actually my mom, because she stayed at home, and it was a good thing because she learned how to how to cook. Yeah. Yeah, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think in conclusion with all of this, the text today would have been extreme, but taking in consideration consideration the time it was written and everything it is very so fit suited for time uh, and we did like it i think and we had a good discussion about it yes we hope yeah. you enjoy it yeah <laughs> bye bye, bye.